Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. As a parent, no two days are ever the same. At Care.com, you can find trusted and flexible sitters to help manage your family's ever-changing schedule. Care.com can even help you out with housekeepers, dog walkers, senior caregivers, and more. So you can find care for all you love. And 100% of caregivers who use Care.com have been background checked with CareCheck, a key first step in hiring confidently. To get the help you need to make it all work, sign up now and find a great sitter at Care.com. You know how great your house looks and smells when it's just been cleaned? So fresh. And somehow, a clean house makes your head feel fresher, too. With a housekeeper from Care, you can reset your house and your head as often as you like for less than you think. Find a great housekeeper, set a schedule that works for you, and check cleaning off your to-do list so you can put your mind to other, more fun things. Get the housekeeping help you need at Care.com. Rollins with the heist of the century! Talk about her, kid! Make yourself famous! The irresistible force meeting the immovable object. Oh, he has broken in half! Iconic moments, unforgettable matches, memories that will last a lifetime when it comes to professional wrestling. If you are talking about it, we are talking about it. Welcome to the Wrestle Chat Podcast with the Ant Man. Yes, indeed. Welcome back to the Wrestle Chat Podcast. My name is the Ant Man. We're back for week two. We made it all the way to week two already. I'm not alone today. I want to introduce you to my guest host this week. He's the host of the Battleground Podcast. He does mornings on 1059, The Rock in Nashville, and a bunch of other radio stations inside iHeart. You can find him on Instagram at Battle on Air. My buddy for many, many years now. Good to catch up with you before we hit record today. It is battle. Welcome, bud. How are you? Man, dude, it is an honor to be on the show, Ant-Man. And uh, like you said, I mean, we go way back. I remember hanging out in the studio when you had like a little closet as an office. Yeah. Yep. And you were producing everything in that little closet and everything. And then some, <laughs> uh, man, it's it's an honor to be here. Thanks for having me on today. It's a step up for the uh, the uh, Russell Chat Podcast Studio, uh, <laughs> right? I mean, today. you look I look around and because I mean, I think that room that you're in was like purple at one point in time. I think and so yeah, now the one you, there. 
Now you got all kinds of cool stuff on the back wall. It looks like you have more space. Now, if you're watching, you're, nobody's got a studio like yours, though. You've got a ton of uh, memorabilia, wrestling belts. You're a big belt collector, right? Yeah, I am a, uh, a big belt collector. I've got, uh, you know, wrestling belts. I've got Funko Pops that are signed by wrestlers. I've yes. got luchador masks. Uh, that was that was kind of like the one thing when we went to uh, Cancun in Mexico last year. I told my wife, I was like, I've yeah. got to find, I don't care where it's at, i got to either find a legit luchador wrestling match that we could watch or a legit luchador wrestling mask. And, well, I couldn't find a wrestling ring or anything like that, so yeah. I just grabbed a bunch of masks while we were there. Tons of masks. They're everywhere. Yes. Once everywhere. you cross the border, they're everywhere. Uh, I mentioned that you have the Battleground podcast. How long mm-hmm. have you been doing that podcast? Uh, we started that back in 2018, right around the time when people were like, hey, maybe everybody should do podcasting. Yeah. And I was like, well, we'll talk about podcasting. And when I started it, it really wasn't going to be a wrestling podcast. It was, oh. hey, here's here's me just talking to random people that would come into the radio station. So it would be like random interviews. So if you go back to like the original podcast itself, like the original episodes, it started off with Adam Hangman Page at the time was in Ring of Honor, and he was the right. six-man tag champs with the Young Bucks. Um, and then it would go from like the next week, was Bob Saget, and then the next week was Rob <laughs> Schneider, and then a random wrestler the following week, and then John Lovett's another week, and then I think, like, right before we switched to completely wrestling, it was Burt Kreischer, and this was right as soon as he was, like, starting to become, like, megastar Burt Kreischer, and I remember this, and, it, and people can go back and listen to this, but I was talking to him, and I was like, Burt Kreischer is in the studio with us right now, and I completely butchered his last name. <laughs> And I was did like, he get, bro, did he get on to you? Oh, he, yeah. I, I never lived that one down. And even to this day when he comes in, he's like, Hey, there's that guy that can't say my name on the radio. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it, it's been fun and you know, we just talk wrestling and we just do interviews. So uh, who's been your favorite guest so far? Uh, I gotta say so far, and, and this is a guy that we recently just had on, but he's constantly on and uh, it's, it's Tony Khan, you, yeah. you know, the CEO of AEW, like, He's always informative, like he's always on everything. And, you know, if if we ever get the chance to, I mean, I could just shoot him a text and be like, hey, do you just want to come on and talk wrestling? And yeah. that's he he wants to talk wrestling because at the end of the day, yes, he owns the company, but he's still a wrestling fan. Yeah, of course. Of course. Uh, yeah. Is there one guest that you haven't had on yet, but you, you you have circled on your list of ones you want to get? Sting. Every time, mm. every time AEW comes to us and says, Hey, yeah. do you want to do an interview? Sting. We don't. Yeah. Do you want so? No, Sting. I want Sting. <laughs> that, that would be That's amazing. our bucket list guest. Let me know if that happens. That has to happen for your show. I'm hoping so. And then we'll have to do like a collaboration with, uh, you know, Wrestle Chat, Battleground, and Sting. Anytime. Dude, you have to. At least let me watch. I'll, I'll sit in the back. I, I don't even have to say anything. I just want to watch that one. We'll That'd just, we'll just have a collaboration. We'll all jump on and we'll just, me, you, and Eli can just go to town and have fun with Sting. And I'm sure that will turn into like a, a three hour episode. Oh, I'd be fine with that too. He'd probably be done after about three minutes, but probably, yeah, probably. <laughs> We've got <laughs> a lot like to these get to. Marks over here. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> We've got a lot to get to today. A lot has happened this past week in wrestling. First, I want to uh, take a second to say thank you to Athletic Greens for being a sponsor of the Wrestle Chat podcast, getting healthy, nutritious greens. And my diet has always been a challenge. And I've tried shakes, I've tried juices. I, I really believe that I've done it all. Probably like you, I have a super on the go lifestyle that has led to grabbing whatever was convenient at the time and you know how that always turns out Mm -hmm. i started taking vitamins last year 
and they worked really well, but I literally took handfuls of vitamins every day. I think it was like eight or nine. And I'd heard about athletic, athletic greens from tons of people, lots of podcasts talk about them. And a friend of mine actually shared a post about a routine on AG1 and I, uh, I pulled the trigger and I'm so glad that I did. It's super simple. It's one scoop of AG1 in the morning and about 10 ounces of water. It doesn't taste like it looks. Yes, it is green, but it actually tastes pretty good. It only has one gram of sugar, so you don't have to worry about that, but all the vitamins that you need for your day. I feel better. My gut feels better, and it's a great way to get your morning started. They want to hook you up with the same deal that they gave me, 30-day supply of AG1, a shaker, vitamin D, D drops that go right into your drink, a canister to store it all in, and five free travel packs. I've already used those three times, and I've got to order more travel packs because I took my AG1 with me. Head over to WrestleChatPodcast.com. You see the address if you're watching right now, WrestleChatPodcast.com slash AG1. No commitment, cancel any time. And even a 90-day money-back guarantee. So if you try it and you say, you're wrong, I can't stand this, that's okay. It uh, They will give you your money back. But I promise you, you try it and just give it a chance. It is great for you. WrestleChatPodcast.com slash AG1 and get your deal on the starter kit today. All right, Battle, I want to uh, explain the rules. Uh, okay. I did this last week. Uh, since we're a brand new podcast, I want everyone to kind of get what is different about this podcast than any other podcast. We are much like a show that you would watch in wrestling. Each match, or how they should be anyway, each match or topic that we have here on the show has a time limit. The undercard, three minutes each. Semi-mains are six minutes. Main events are no time limit. And I want to remind you to join us in on the chat, too. We're on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, all of them. You can follow us there at WrestleChatPodcast. You ready to get this started? Let's go. Let's run this thing backwards. Let's uh, let's start with last night. It was SmackDown. Triple H came out about halfway through the show and announced the draft is coming back. Coming up here in just a few weeks, every superstar is eligible, and he promises that it will change the game. Your first thought when he said draft. What was what was the first sound that came out of your mouth while you're watching? Here we go with this again. I uh, know exactly. <laughs> when I when I saw them make the announcement, I was like, "Well, Triple H is retiring now that Vince is back with the creative." That was the first thing that went to my mind when I saw I know, that. I, I was like, "He's gone. He's done." I'm afraid um, of that, man. But this was the I, second worst thing that could happen. Is the draft is back? Exactly. Like, let's be honest. <sighs> we know who's going where. We know that yeah. that Monday Night Raw is going to get the superstars. Yeah. And. SmackDown's going to get screwed like always, but maybe the draft somehow is able to split up the titles. Who knows? I mean, maybe I know so. Roman's not dropping them anytime soon. There has been, I know, I, if it was going to happen, it would have happened at Mania, I think. Mm -hmm. But there has been rumors, and there's been rumors for a long time that there is a new title that has been approved, a new design, mm -hmm. and which would maybe lend itself to it, you know, having one on one show and one on another. I don't know. I. My my gut says I'm not looking forward to this. If Triple H truly is, and we'll get into what Vince had to say about the uh, the merger with UFC, all that stuff here a little bit later on. That's our main event. But um, if, if Triple H truly is in charge of some of this stuff and really has his hand has as he's had about the last six months in the creative of the draft, that's the little spark inside of me that is looking forward to it. Mm -hmm. What and about you? I think, like, I, I kind of get excited about it just yeah. a little bit. When he talked about the draft, I was like, okay, cool. 
everybody's going to be eligible. Are we going to go back to the old school where we're going to have general managers here? Yeah. Um, is this going to be the time that we start to see you, you start to see your tag teams get up, get yeah. split up? Yeah. Like, you know, I the first thing that popped in my head was street profits are done if this mm. draft happens. Oh, um, this, this could be the end of the street profits. It could be, uh, and and that's what the draft is. The draft is this way to break up tag teams, yeah. the, to create new superstars. And I'm just curious of like, is there going to be somebody, a general manager for each brand? Who's yeah. going to be running each ship? You know, like that. That's where I'm at. And, and there has and been it, some fun in that part of it. It has, and you also think about like, okay, the titles. Like right now, Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens, they've got Raw and SmackDown. Yeah, Roman's got Raw and SmackDown. We're getting close on time here. After H uh, introduced Rhea Ripley, Cole even hinted at groups like maybe Judgment Day could be dismantled. Uh, mm-hmm. And we've we've got to touch on the heat on Dominic. Is there anybody else in wrestling that has the kind of heat that Dominic has right now? No, absolutely not. Yeah. Uh, main event was interesting. Uh, I know we heard the bell, uh, but uh, the main event, Sami Zayn and Jey Uso, that ended uh, with uh, not, I wouldn't say controversy. It, it ended with obviously uh, Solo Sokoa sticking his thumb in everybody else's business like he has been for a while. Uh, but we also saw the return of Riddle. And we'll get to that on next week's um, Wrestle Chat podcast. Let's move on. We're going to move over to AEW. AEW making their first appearance here on the Wrestle Chat podcast. Woo-hoo! You are a huge AEW fan. Huge mm-hmm. announcements have been promised in the past, and some of them have well, a little less than be desired. This one did not disappoint. You want to give the news? Yeah, so uh, WWE, or not WWE, AEW made the big <laughs> the announcement. first time they're on, and I you know, their when name. I call them, I botched it. I'm going to be on Botchamania later. Yes, yes. Uh, so Tony Khan made the big announcement with Nigel McGinnis that AEW is going to London. They're going to do uh, a show in Wembley Stadium. That's 90,000 seats huge. to fill. That's massive. It's a and huge like, opportunity for AEW. I absolutely. Mean, this, could, this could help and, extend their tentacles into the UK world. It's their first time going overseas and leaving the American soil uh, to do any shows. My thought at first is this place is just too big, and that's mm-hmm. too big too fast. You create an event at home that draws 60,000 plus, well, then maybe you can extend overseas. I'll tell you this, that WWE drew... I believe I heard today 62,000 plus at Clash at the Castle. Uh, but this being the first time that AEW is going overseas, could that be their advantage in this? I think it can be because, I mean, you look at that market, mm-hmm. it's not really tapped for the big name people. Like WWE doesn't go over to the UK very often. Yeah. It's like maybe once in a quarter, and they're now starting to slowly, like, hey, let's go to Puerto Rico. Hey, let's go to Japan. Hey, let's go here. Let's go here. But, like, people in Canada and UK, outside of America, they don't get these big wrestling shows. Yeah. And I think that they're going to pull out all the stops in the UK. And one thing that you really got to pay attention to is a certain contract that's going to be expiring soon around that time when AEW goes to the UK. And, hmm. you know, he could be uh, no longer Drew McIntyre anymore if he jumps to AEW. Around that time, his contract is up. And he's not been on TV recently. He's sick. Vince is back. Interesting. Just saying. Just throwing that out there. A little tidbit. Well, Drew did. I mean, he wrestled at WrestleMania. He did. Huge match. But this week, according to the dirt sheets, he was sick and he didn't appear on tonight's show. Well, he's got the on last night's show. Yeah. He, and he, uh, uh, 
He just got the snot beat out of him at WrestleMania, though. True. That's, that's the only thing I think about. I mean uh, that that could be the that could be a, another little game changer for AEW if they're able to get Drew. But I I think I think going back to it, AEW is doing the smart thing. At least they're trying to bet on saying, hey, if we're gonna swing for the fences, yeah. we might as well swing for the fences. Is there any place you can go bigger than and more historical than than Wembley Stadium overseas? Uh, Jerry Jones UK. Stadium. What? That's that's not overseas. That's down the street from me. Well, true. I mean, that's the only other place, I mean, that I could think of off the top of my head around the world. But Wembley is it. Maybe the O2 Arena? Yeah. Well, we're going to stay on AEW news here because this was big this week. And you talk about people uh, jumping ship. Uh, Switchblade Jay White is now all elite. There was a mm-hmm. lot of buzz on him possibly popping up in WWE all around Mania, both front and back side of Mania, really right about Mania. People said he's not going to WWE. He's doing something else. His contract ended with New Japan. What do you think led to his decision to say yes to Tony Khan? One word, Vince. Hmm. Really? I think, you know, I you know talking to some people and reading some stuff about, you know, with Jay White, like... I think he could have been very good in, uh, you know, WWE. I thought maybe he would have shown up at WrestleMania to help Cody just because of that mm. history there. Okay. Um, and then I nothing happened, and then all of a sudden he shows up Wednesday night right out the gate. Uh, and from from my understanding, they had like months and months of creative plans ready for Jay White. Uh, things were ready to roll, and then when Vince was like, "Hey, I'm back." That was when Jay White was kind of like, eh, I don't know how this is going to feel. We've seen what you've done to Shinsuke Nakamura. Um, so I think that's why he signed a multi-year deal with AEW. And he's, he knows a lot of the people there. And that fan base knows who Jay White is. In WWE, it's, it would take a little bit to introduce him to figure out who he is. Like, yeah. bring it, like going back to when, when AJ debuted, everybody knew who AJ was. Yeah. The True. casual wrestling fan for WWE probably would not know who Jay White is. I, I think you're exactly right. And I was introduced to Jay White on AEW. Mm-hmm. And that's that's where a lot of these new fans are coming from is AEW. Yeah. Uh, and they see Jay White. They don't know his history with the Bullet Club and Kenny yeah. and Cody and AJ and all them. Yeah, They just know him as, you know, that guy. And he would just be another that guy in WWE probably. And what a way to, to kick things off. Ricky Starks comes out. He was supposed to have a match with... Juice. Don't have it in front of me. Juice, yes, that's right. And he comes. He Juice is there, but from behind, Jay attacks him, and mm-hmm. uh, those guys beat him up in the ring. And that was the big announcement that Jay White is now all elite. And uh, I think that that yeah, that could be big. What I do, we have a little time to get into this, and I know a lot of people have talked about this, but I think this really, you're starting to see it in some aspects sneak in. But an actual storyline happening with with folks on mm-hmm. AEW, that's the next layer. That for me, that's what has to happen to keep my attention in AEW. I, I, I lived the first year of AEW on. Oh, this is cool. What are they doing? They've disrupted the game, and they've got these people, and people are jumping ship, and and they've got this star and this star and this star, and this person came back out of wrestling, it hadn't been wrestling forever, came to AEW. That's kind of that's done that's passed and then yeah. some really good matches but no storylines mm-hmm. now it's time to get some storylines and i think that uh kicking this guy off in aew with a great storyline would be beneficial both to jay white and aew oh absolutely absolutely not only uh was uh, wrestlemania a big deal over 
last weekend, uh, but NXT Stand and Deliver was a fantastic premium live event, and it felt like old NXT premium live events. There's, we would say, just, you know, uh, pay-per-views from back in the day when Triple H was running. It started feeling like that again on this one right here. I really kind of had it on the background because I was working on this show and doing a, a few other things before WrestleMania came, but I had it on the iPad and it was playing throughout the house. Uh, while we were doing all that stuff, and I would glance up and see some big moments. But, man, I thought it was a fantastic uh, event. What about you? No, it was good. And, yeah. you know, that same day that it was on, I was DJing the Preds game, and then we had a national oh, yeah. sounds thing. So I kind of had, like, an AirPod in. Of, <laughs> you know, had everything listening just to kind of see what yeah. was going on. And it was great. I you mean. Peacock on your phone with your yeah. headphones in. Yeah. And it, like, one phone one <laughs> over here, and I'm sitting here DJing doing yeah. that thing. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, they they – Delivered, no pun intended, uh, for for that show. Uh, Because for the longest time, NXT really, not very many people were were watching it. And that was kind of like their exclamation point. 2.0, all the colors. No, I was not in on it. awful. And that was their exclamation point on Saturday. And for me, though, when I first saw it, I was like, Bro, that, that's a lot of wrestling to take into one day. Stand oh. and deliver, then mania, yep. and then you come back and do it again the next and day. And do another day, yes. But, like, they did an amazing job with Stand and Deliver. Like, yeah. trip, or Shawn Michaels running the ship over there, he knows what he's doing. Here's what we had. New women's champ, Andy Hartwell. Uh, North American championship match was absolutely great, too. There were like 40 people in that match or something. Insane. <laughs> there wasn't that many, but it was a lot. Grayson <laughs> yeah. Waller-Gargano match was fantastic as well. And Talk about storylines. AEW, look at this match. Just take something from that match and how personal that uh, that battle got between uh, Gargano and, uh, and uh, Grayson Waller. It was Amazing! Johnny came out on top of that one. And a brand new NXT champion, Carmelo Hayes, beating Braun Breaker. Did you think that would happen at this event? I didn't think it was going to happen because I figured, I thought Carmelo was getting it called up and we'd see Mm -hmm. him on Monday Night Raw. Like, I thought thought, that was what was going to happen. I thought if Braun did lose, that he would be on on Monday Night Raw. And that didn't happen either. You see Braun come back on Tuesday's NXT to just waylay mm-hmm. Carmelo Hayes. So I'm excited to see what happens uh, in the coming weeks on NXT. And uh, I think they set themselves up for a great year because they started setting up stories, telling news. They did what I thought was going to, to happen a little bit better in WrestleMania. Yeah. NXT did it. They actually and, delivered. And that was the thing is like, if you've looked in the past, like before, you know, Triple H took over, you know, creative and the big brands, NXT always delivered. Every yeah. time there was a pay-per-view, exactly. even if it was before Mania, I had a buddy of mine that went, went to one of the Manias a while back, and he went to NXT. The NXT show, way better than WrestleMania yeah. is what he said. And I think that that's what, why they had 2.0 pop up out, yeah. <laughs> out of nowhere. Right. Let's get to our semi-made event. Before we do, I want to remind you to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Facebook, all of those. Find us, Wrestle Chat podcast and we want you to be a part of the chats that we're having too all right semi main here raw after mania let's touch on this i feel like that there's so much to cover here we do have a time limit though so we need to jump into it it started off really 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 hot and then it felt like it was like little sprinkles of water that continually got splashed on the flames Mm -hmm. as the night went on and went on and went on i saw a few posts from some fans, one guy who was sitting behind production uh, took a picture and said, um, it's been 20 minutes and production just got their third run of show. 
their third show sheet in the first 20 minutes of the show. Another one was a video of Seth Rollins clearly having a heated discussion with production after what appeared to be him finding out that his segment was cut. You saw him come out. Mm-hmm. Everybody sang along, went to commercial, come back. There's no Seth Rollins. And I even wondered, like, why? Where? What did is that was it? He came out to have everybody sing and leave yeah. to find out that literally they just cut his segment. And, uh, you know, this kind of touches on our main event. This other part, it, it seems evident that the the mustache man has done more <laughs> than dip his toe back into the creative direction. Uh, did we get a bait and switch at WrestleMania? We'll talk about that a little bit here, but should Cody have won? Um, we'll talk about that here in uh, in just a little bit. Uh, but uh, after the close of Raw, uh, have they moved Cody over to Brock? There's a lot to touch on here. Which one do you want to pick up on first? I don't. I, I would say go back with you know the Monday night after Raw. I mean, you and I have yeah. had conversations. We've all had these conversations with people. The Monday after night, the, the Monday after Raw is the big night. That's the, that's the one that yes. catapults you for the next year. It's supposed to be fire the whole night long. It's like, oh my god, I can't believe he showed up. Yep. None of that. Nothing. Like Nothing. that's where I thought maybe we would have gotten Jay White because that that's what I thought. Yeah. Uh and then like, you know, the Rock and, or Brock and Cody versus Roman and Solo and all this other stuff like I just felt like that was just a complete dud. Like that was not Raw after Mania. That was just Monday Night Raw to me. Yeah. Yeah, but I, honestly, I feel like it was a subpar Monday Night Raw because Monday Night Raw is leading up to WrestleMania for a good six months mm-hmm. have been fire. They have been so good. The bloodline storyline has just been so rich and had so many tentacles reaching out into everything, whether it be Cody uh, after winning the Royal Rumble or it be uh, Sami Zayn or Sami and uh, Kevin Owens. There was so everything was so rich then and. Yeah, I know that they may be building to a longer play for Cody, but man, it, I've, I've had time to think about it. I know you have too. We've had a week now to think about it. Do you feel like after a week that it was the right thing that Cody didn't win on Saturday? I think, I think it was the right move for him to not win on Saturday. Do you? Why? Uh, or because you look at how they've been playing Roman up mm-hmm. from a business standpoint, they mm-hmm. want to get him to that 1000 day mark. Cause they yep. want to sell all kinds yep. of merchandise. Yep. They also want to kind of put some other people in the past so they can then rely on, you know, Roman, because I was reading something earlier about how CM Punk holds like the longest record for holding one of those titles. Okay. So they want to push that away. I think Roman, you keep him going, you keep going for this. Okay. You have Roman get past the thousand day mark, solidify him up there in the top. I mean, he's never going to beat Bruno's record. Let's right. be honest, right? And then have Cody win it at SummerSlam, or the other thing that I said was you have Cody win it at one of Dusty's original pay per views that Dusty created in his mind. So that heard a lot about that more. too. Yeah, yeah. Um, or at Madison Square Garden. There's that, yeah. and then the other thing I thought about was. Well, maybe Cody wins it at Backlash because they're leaning really heavy on Cody's mother being Puerto Rican now. So I was like, well, maybe that's then. But I think it was a good call having Cody because as wrestling fans, we all knew it. Cody wins the Royal Rumble. He's back. He's getting the rocket strapped and he's going to win the title. Yeah. Like everybody knew that. Yeah. And I think it was a great call that they gave it to Roman and left it on and Roman. And it kind of reminds me of that Rock and Cena feud when Rock, Mm. when Cena tried to fight 
Rock at WrestleMania, and he lost. And then there's Cena sitting on the ramp doing this as he's yep. looking at Roman. Yep. Same thing as Cody, like, you, you know, had that, doing his it sad did have face. a little bit of that feeling, didn't it, at the it end did. of that match? I, I, I'm still undecided, if I'm being honest, because I, in the moment, I think like a lot of people, I was shocked that it didn't happen. I thought when when Solo got kicked out and uh, the brothers came out, when the Usos came out, they uh, and they got taken care of by um, Sammy and Kevin, that it was like, okay, all the interference is over with. Mm-hmm. Now, whatever happens is what is how it's supposed to end. And then somebody who got kicked out comes back in. It's just like, I was like in shock. Yeah. I thought about it for a couple of days. And I thought, okay, well, there's this whole Endeavor, Endeavor announcement it probably makes sense business-wise to keep it on Roman, so they're going to do something big to get Cody afterwards. Maybe in a, it, maybe at SummerSlam, maybe so. Yeah. It felt very, very odd that they turned his attention to someone else. They made his attention go to somewhere else because it was forced by Brock when he was supposedly teaming with him that now he's his adversary. And what looks like is probably going to happen at Backlash will be Cody and Brock. Right. It's going to be interesting to see how things play out over the next couple of months. We'll see you in the next couple of weeks. All right. We are at our main event of the week. Yes, it is the big news that has happened. And everybody's talked about it all week. Uh, Endeavor, the new parent company, combining WWE with the UFC. New company called TKO. At least that's what they're going to be a trading on stock exchange at right now. Twenty-one plus billion combined WWE coming in, just a little over nine billion dollars. Did you ever think that you would see a day that a McMahon wasn't in charge of WWE? Yes, I never thought he was going to give it to Stephanie Triple H or, or, or Shane. I, I just, <laughs> no. ne- I knew he no. was never going to give it to them. Okay, like. But if I'm just being honest, I, I knew eventually one day that McMahon would sell it to somebody. Yeah. I didn't think it was going to be the McMahon still owning it. Um, yeah. Part of me kind of hopes that with this new Endeavor launch and all this other stuff, maybe they bring Stephanie back in as like a CEO position mm-hmm. kind of thing. Um, I mean, it's going to be interesting to see. I mean, the, the, the cross promotions of everything. I mean, you kind of started seeing that on uh, WrestleMania with the uh, the press conferences after the show before yeah. there was all those rumors going around of them getting sold. Yeah. And all of a sudden, after WrestleMania, here goes old Conor McGregor going away on Twitter, calling out Roman and Paul Heyman. He has wanted to be a WWE superstar for years. He'd be fantastic at it. See, you just I have don't... to have the, uh, the bleep button ready. You, you definitely have to have that. Um, I think the biggest question for me, uh, the one I have, is how will this change the current premium live event setup? I mean, right now we're paying, what, $9, $10 a month for Peacock Plus. Mm-hmm. It includes all the network shows. It includes all the premium live events. You jump over to UFC, that's much, much different. You pay for ESPN Plus, and it's much more expensive than Peacock. Plus, you pay a pay-per-view charge above and beyond that yeah. to watch a UFC fight. If that happens here... With WWE and they go to you know a similar model that UFC is used, I feel like that's going backwards. I mean, I, what's that mean for your pocketbook? That's what I was sitting here talking to a friend the other day. I was like, I'll be damned if I you know 
pay for a pay-per-view. I've done it like a couple times for mm-hmm. AEW, but for the most part, I'm like yeah. old school. We're all yeah. bootlegged and watch it on social media or whatever. Bingo. I think you're going to have a lot more people. Uh, one person will get their buddies. They'll buy it and they'll stream it and other people will watch it with them. Mm-hmm. It'll all be done underhandedly. And is, that's not good for anyone. That's definitely no. not good for the business. No. And that's the other thing. It's like, okay. You know, if they go to charging this, because I know UFC, certain UFC fights, if they're not the big, big ones, yeah. they're free. You can watch them on ESPN mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah, they do provide those. That's right. Fight nights. So then I'm thinking, okay, well, what's the business model of this? Yeah. SummerSlam, Rumble, Survivor Series, Mania, those are your four big main events. They'll charge for those, I would assume, mm-hmm. if this new plan works. They charge for those, and then all these other lackluster pay-per-views... They'll be free on whatever app that they decide to make you buy. Well, I, I kind of wonder if they don't just come up with their own. What if there's that, not that's just... That's another thing. I mean, there is there are a couple different fight apps. There's mm-hmm. F-I-T-E and there's F-I-G-H-T. And there's could be a different fight app that is just WWE, UFC, and maybe some other combat stuff in it. Um, but you pay for that and, and you have the opportunity to get UFC pay-per-views or premium live events as well as WWE. I think I do think it's going backwards if WWE takes up a UFC model though. I think right. you've, you've already ingrained it in your fans mind. Listen, they're going to get my $10 every month for it and they've they've gotten whatever they charged for the network since it began and Peacock since it, every month since it started. Mm-hmm. Would you rather have that or would you rather have Fifty, sixty, seventy dollars for me twice a year. I think I'd say have ten dollars exactly from a lot more people, and like, you know that I, it's all above board and all legit. Like I know last year they did a stat for like UFC, they brought in like over one billion dollars in pay per view buys and whatnot. Right. Cool, but UFC has a little bit of a more diehard fan base that yeah. has that expendable money. You look at WWE. Yeah, it's families like yeah. It hurt me the first time I bought an AEW pay per view and I paid sixty bucks for it. I was like, because <laughs> you hadn't been paying for pay per view. And I was like, for, no, I yeah, don't want to do this. So, uh, like you said, I would go to a buddy's house. We'd watch the AEW shows. Or now, movie theaters are starting to show the pay per views. Yep. yep. So you pay fifteen bucks and you go watch it at the movie theater with your boys. Yep. yep. If it happens with WWE, I'm going back to Hooters. Yeah. Yeah. We'll just have WWE watch parties at Hooters. That's right. We'll go we'll go uh grab some wings and uh, and watch the show. It doesn't start as late as UFC either. It starts on yeah. time. It starts at seven o'clock. Man, it has been a lot of fun to one, catch up with you, two, to have you on the show. I'd like for you maybe yeah. to make this a monthly thing and hang out with us here on the Wrestle Chat podcast and talk about whatever happened during the week of wrestling. That's Absolutely. Cool I would love to come back. Thanks for having me, man. Next Monday uh, on Raw, there's the women's tag title matches coming up. Riddle returns to take on The Miz. And I'm sure we're going to learn more about why Brock decided to attack Cody. On Friday, we saw a preview that uh, we'll have the return of Shinsuke Nakamura on SmackDown. And here's the deal. What I think what was interesting, I'll hit this real quick, is that they didn't talk about an old Shinsuke Nakamura. They talked about the uh, strong style of yes. Shinsuke Nakamura. And I wonder if we don't just see a complete repackage with this guy uh, for his return next Friday. I'm hoping we get the NXT Shinsuke Nakamura when he first started yeah. here. So do I. Like, give me or, that one. Or even better, the New Japan Nakamura. Yes. I like that Give guy. me that one. I like that All guy. day. 
follow Battle on Instagram. It is Battle on Air. You can follow him there, and uh, make sure you check out Battleground Podcast too. Uh, you just had Tony Khan on again uh, last week. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Yep. Go check and we're that uh, out. next week. We'll have somebody else from AEW on. They haven't told us who yet, but uh, we'll have somebody on next week as well. So. Awesome. Well, very cool. I hope you'll join us here next week, too. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, uh, all of TikTok. Uh, You can find us there at Wrestle Chat Podcast. Until next week, we'll see you later. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening.